Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> challenges facing our nation what words of wisdom do you have for us well the single most important thing i can say is to vote with the midterm elections coming up it's very important for people to make their voices and their vote heard well thank you so much for the work you've done and the work you continue to do tirelessly for our freedom your tenacity is something that we all look up to we throw the word master class around here all the time, but that sarcastic, shady clap you do was epic. It was completely unintentional. <laughs> we have prayers in our hearts to keep you strong. Well, thank you for that. May God bless America. Can I get a, an amen? Amen! <laughs> thank you, Madam Speaker! <laughs> all right throat's a little bit better today. I think we can get into it a little bit more. I still have a little bit of a fever and uh, some congestion. However, that uh, annoying pain that I was having in my throat, which is really affecting me for talking, is gone. So if you hate me and you were happy I couldn't speak, you're probably not going to be happy today. Other, On the other hand, if you actually like what you're listening to, well, we're back at it. I do not understand this now push for the whole drag movement. Uh, prior to this, transgender, that's all that anybody talked about. That was the big push from the left is this acceptance of transgender uh, transgender, and to integrate it in every single part of society, no matter what age. Uh, and that is, uh, it seemed like a hill they were willing to die on. Well, now we have evolved from transgender to drags. Okay, I, you know, if you've been paying attention to the news, then you know that there have been a lot of controversy around drag shows that they're having children attend um, where you're having grown men dress up as women very scantily and uh, dancing provocatively and parents or guardians of these children are having them there while these performances are going on and even encouraging the children to tip them in their waistbands, thongs, whatever they're wearing at the time. To me... That is child abuse, period. Uh, whatever you want to do with yourself in your life, if you think drag shows are fun and you want to go to them, that's your thing. But when you take a child, anybody under the age of 18, to see some of these, it's the equivalent to taking them to a, uh, a strip club, you should be charged, there should be laws against it. Some states are trying to make laws against it where you're not allowed to take children under the age of 18 to these performances. Uh, hopefully, those laws will stick, and uh, yeah, we'll see more and more of them. Right now, you know, this whole drag movement has got me a little bit confused. Uh, not so much confused as irritated. I mean, I understand you know, you're trying to continually make our society unbalanced and sick and I get all that yeah because again I believe and this is solely my belief that uh, you know a sick society is the easiest to take over uh, 
So if you're making them sick from birth, now by the time they're in their 20s, these people are so off balance that they're probably willing to do anything that you tell them to do uh, with a promise of them feeling some type of normality in their lives that they will be willing to give up what you're trying to take from us, which is their freedom, to get whatever it is that you're selling. That's my thought on the matter. Uh, the drag shows, I mean, the drag thing is the latest example of trying to twist these kids around. I mean, it's even gone as far as if you remember a couple episodes ago, uh, I said that there was a congressman in um, California that was trying to make it part of the school curriculum for K through 12 that they had to do an entire course on drag shows or you could substitute it with drag story time hour where you have a, uh, a weirdo dressed up as a girl come into a classroom full of a bunch of little kids and read a book to them uh, very flamboyantly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know where this ends. I can tell you that we have, you know, I think we've officially made the transition. You're not hearing a whole lot more about transgender as much as you are about drag. My guess would be Nancy Pelosi was on uh, RuPaul's show there, probably in support of uh, Pride Month. Uh, that would be my guess. I don't know because I don't care. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about somebody who is like pure evil, That that's the lady right there. So it doesn't surprise me that she's the one that, that they chose to be on that show. She is on there with a bunch of other evil people that are trying to influence young children and adults alike to accept a very uh, odd lifestyle that's not the norm. So that's their latest push. But again, I think it goes back to mental health, personally. That's, that's where I'm... That's my hill that I'll die on. Is I, I think it goes back to uh, sickening society, uh, could the continuation of pulling God out of society, and you know interjecting all of these really crazy ideas into people's minds that you can be whatever gender you want to be, you can be a boy today, a girl tomorrow, you can do it hour by hour, minute by minute if you want, uh, depending on what some of these people say. You can't identify what an actual biological woman is anymore. The crossover of women, uh, biological men competing in women's sports and then wanting to give them the titles as if they're natural born uh, females and that they're deserving of these titles and they're, they're really destroying women's sports uh, as far as transgender go. And now you're trying to encourage uh, little boys that it's okay. And if you want to dress up uh, like a clown and put on a dress and that, and if you want to be provocative and they want to sexualize you at a young age, that all these things are okay in society. I don't honestly believe, and from what I have looked up, I would say that 80 to 90% of the country are on board with what I'm about to say. I don't believe that the majority of people agree with this type of behavior and that the majority of people are against it and would be supportive of any type of legislation that would prevent it. Because if you would allow a six-year-old to go see one of those shows, then why have an age restriction on a strip club? Now, I know I'm probably giving them an idea right now. Hey, the left probably thinks that's a great idea. Hey, you walk in there two years old if you stumble in there, no problem. But in reality, there are certain things that are age appropriate. Why aren't you allowed to smoke cigarettes until you're 18? Why aren't you allowed to drink until you're 21? Why can't you possess a pistol until the age of 21 or a rifle till the age of 18? Why can't you have a driver's license until the age of 16? 
I mean, there, there are reasons that we have age restrictions put in place. It's because society believes that at a certain time, anything is appropriate as far as what we're talking about. You know, at 16, they believe you're mature enough to handle a car, the beginning stages of driving to and from school, out to work, maybe out to the movie theaters with your buddies or your girlfriend or boyfriend. Why can you own a gun at 18? Well, you can get drafted at 18. You go in the military at 18. So why do you get a rifle at 18? Because if they're, you're, you're going to tell me that it will be okay to send this 18-year-old out overseas to another country where he's using much, much heavier equipment than you're going to get here in the States uh, buying it at 18 years old. And it's okay for them to put their lives on the line out there, fire these rifles out there, but then when you come back home, they're not allowed to use one. You see, it doesn't make sense. Now, I know nobody wants to look at things in a common sense way anymore, but it doesn't make sense. So that's why 18-year-olds should be allowed to buy a rifle. Because if you're uh, old enough to join the military where you're going to be firing a rifle, then you should be able to own one at home. As far as handguns go, uh, reason it's 21 is because a handgun's easier to conceal. So at the age of 21, they hope that you are mature enough to be able to handle a handgun because since it's easier to conceal, it's a lot easier for you to do something good or bad with. You know, so all these things are put in for, a, all these age restrictions are put in for reasons. You know, uh, as far as a child attending any type of a drag show, yeah, 18 and under, no. If you want to go do that and that's your lifestyle beyond that, that's your thing. But up until that point, you have fragile minds that should not be seeing these types of people uh, doing these types of acts because it's just wrong. All right, on to my next one here. I was pleased to see this. Governor Mike DeWine, Republican, signed into legislation on Monday to allow school staff members and teachers to be armed for classroom defense on June 4, 2022. Uh, it's been reported that Ohio lawmaker had a, uh, expedited legislation to arm teachers following the uh, May 24, 2022 Uvalde, Texas school shooting. DeWine, De, DeMont, DeWine excuse me, made it clear that he would sign in legislation uh, and that their commitment is to their schools, parents, and students. Yes, thank you. Common sense. A, a Something that mu- any gun person knows what he is doing is right. And anybody who's anti-gun thinks that you're putting more guns out there and it's more dangerous. Well, for those people, let me explain one thing to you. Do you ever stop to ask yourself, why do they shoot up schools? Why do they go into, say, a public library? Why do they go into a nightclub? Why do they go into parks or grocery stores? Or why do they go to these areas? Because chances are that the majority of those places, they are unarmed. So they are easy targets. So there is no return fire. You can walk into these places, shoot people up, cause a massive amount of damage in a very short window of time because you have nobody there firing back at you. Well, if people in Ohio or anybody that's in Ohio now thinks that you're just going to walk into a school to shoot a school up, chances are now they're going to stop and think to themselves the very first person that they come up on could potentially not only be armed but trained so they know how to use their firearm properly and they will be confronting them immediately. So now you just hit a brick wall. Now you are engaged in a fight, which 
what stops you from advancing any further, protects everybody beyond that point, and it helps neutralize the situation until the authorities can get there. See, guns don't kill people the way that the left would like to uh, always portray it. Just as much as you want to say they kill people, I guarantee you, statistically, they protect a whole lot more. Well, the governor obviously shares the same opinions that I do because that is the smartest move that you can make. You get a group of trained staff members, teachers, uh, office personnel, and you get them trained and they go to firearm training. They learn how to use them. They're accurate shooters. And they know that in a situation that you're going to have every sector of that uh, uh, campus with at least at a minimum one person with a firearm so they can engage in case something like this happens. Once a criminal or a bad actor or somebody that wants to go and cause a bunch of carnage starts to think to themselves, there's a high potential, I can't achieve what I'm trying to achieve, then they're going to turn elsewhere and go somewhere where it's a much easier target. I mean, the most, most simple example of this is this. Do you ever see a mass shooting at a police station? Of course not. Do you ever see a mass shooting at a gun store? Of course not. Do you ever see a mass shooting where there's anywhere where somebody knows there are a lot of firearms? Of course not. Why? Because they know that what they're planning to do, it's going to be un- impossible, unobtainable. You're not going to cause the carnage you're hoping to cause. You're going to get stopped dead in your tracks. These are the types of common sense things that need to be done around the United States if you truly care about protecting the children. Going out of your way to put more restrictions on our Second Amendment is not going to fix the problem. The other issue is mental health. If you want to put a bunch of money into mental health, that's fine. However, a lot of the reasons we're having mental health problems in the United States is derived from the very people that are putting these, these uh, programs in place in the first place. Okay, look, like I said, look at what Nancy Pelosi's out there doing. She's promoting drags. We're having all these problems with drag queens and all these shows where children are attending. And you know these moments are going to have impacts on these children going forward. You know, some kids are much stronger. Some people's will are much stronger than others. And they can go through uh, a very traumatic situation that ultimately in the end, they're able to come out of uh, and be a solid person. Other people's minds are not the same. They're fragile. They crack and break. And you see that later on in life. They have trouble dealing with it because it's a type of trauma. Not that it's a physical trauma, but it's a mental trauma that only they deal with and nobody else can see. But mental health programs would be good. It just depends on who's running them and what are we uh, putting people in there for. So Governor DeWine is doing a great job doing what he did. I hope other governors around the country uh, take into consideration his bill. Make sure that the bill is on point, that it can pass in your state, and they enact the same type of legislation in each one of those states so that way you can truly protect children from these insane people that are just trying to go out and hurt defenseless children or just people in general, and we can put a stop to this nonsense. All right, how is your pocketbook feeling lately? 
Yeah, I would have talked about this Monday, but you know my situation. So, how's your pocketbook feeling out of curiosity? I know that gas, they're hitting all-time highs. So, your national average now is over $5. Uh, some places, like California, for regular gas, one gallon's over $6. I know they're anticipating, depending on where you live, a price of a regular gallon of gas could go up in excess of 6 to $7 throughout the rest of the summer. By the end of the summer, you'd be paying top, top dollar. They don't really care. The Biden administration is doing nothing to fix the problem, you know, whether it's them releasing our strategic uh, oil reserve that's actually meant for the military and giving up a million barrels a day to try to soften it. That's done nothing. It's had no impact. You notice nobody's even talking about it anymore because that just makes them look even more foolish and that they don't know how to run the country because now you're just giving away oil that's having zero impact on gas prices. As a matter of fact, Gas prices have has risen to a new high for the last 17 days straight in the United States. So believe me, they, we're nowhere near the end of this. We're nowhere near leveling off. It's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. But somebody finally went out and did a, uh, <clears throat> a calculation to find out that Americans right now, with a, the combination of gas prices and inflation... The Biden administration is costing the average household an additional $5,000 plus a year. It worked out to be an additional expense of $460 a month. So, if you voted for Joe Biden because he told you, he promised you, your taxes won't be raised. Now, we're not going to raise your taxes only the rich, only the millionaires. No, we're not the only ones we're going to raise the taxes on. We're not going to raise yours. Well, inflation in itself is a tax. Gas doubling and soon tripling in price is a tax. So if you voted for him thinking that it was going to be easier on your paycheck, that you're going to have more money, that the United States will calm down, you know, that everything will be fine. Well, shame on you, because it's not fine, it hasn't calmed down, and whether it's indirect or direct, Joe Biden is taxing the ever-loving hell out of you right now, okay? You are being taxed to death. Uh, if you made $45,000 last year, now it's going to feel like you made $40,000. So we are working backwards, because of Joe Biden's administration's reckless spending, piss poor policies and just overall lack of understanding how to run a country. We are now all being impacted by it. And the worst part is it's not the millionaires that feel it. See the millionaires are, it doesn't even have to be millionaires. If you make, I would say 250,000 plus a year, you may complain a little bit because gas prices are up, but let's be honest. If you live uh, within your means, then the gas prices, if you fill up and it was $40 before, but it's $100 now, it's not the same as somebody who's making minimum wage, barely getting by, and they were used to putting 20 bucks in their car, and 20 bucks get them a half a tank so they could run all week, and they got to keep the rest of that money for themselves for food, electricity, and whatever else. Now... That 20 bucks ain't taking maybe a quarter of a tank if you are very lucky and have a small tank. More than likely, it's less than that. Maybe you get an eighth of a tank out of it. So now these people are getting hammered. Groceries are up. Gas is up. Everything's up. As a matter of fact, uh, and if something is not up, it's just missing altogether. 
baby formula shortages. I mean, this is the United States. When did you ever believe in your lifetime that we would face food shortages here while other countries are not having the same problems that we're having? Us, the superpower, the greatest nation ever created, uh, the, the nation of, under God, of God, under God, us. When did you ever think we would have food shortages? We feed the world, but we have food shortages. You remember I did the interview with Farmer Drew. <laughs> and even Farmer Drew said that there's more than enough food here to feed everybody in the United States. You just got to change focus. You got to change focus. Don't send it to other countries. Feed us first. And then send out whatever's left over. Let's take care of our people first, and then we can help the rest of the people out. But that's not the goal for the United States. See, Right now, Joe Biden and his uh, <clears throat> gang of misfits are trying to bring this country to its knees. They want a mirror image of China's economy, and they're pushing forward with everything they have. They're not concerned about your woes. They don't really care how you feel. Uh, they are completely out of touch with reality. It is finally starting to show that most of the American people agree with the stance that this administration is a disaster. Uh, Joe Biden is he, you know, again, I talked about yesterday, he was even flirting around with 2024. It's never going to happen because we're only, we're less than halfway through the first term and he has the lowest ratings in modern times. And being that everything continually rises, people have just had enough. And women, women, especially you're really about to get <laughs> testy. Nothing, nothing will test a woman more. Then when it is her time of the month and there's a tampon shortage, yeah, no, nothing's going to get more testy because women generally are testy around that time of year, uh, that time of the month anyways. So get these upset, angry women going into stores and they can't get the hygiene products that they need and wait to see how pissed off they get because it's not going to be nice. I can assure you of that. You're going to be dealing with a bunch of irritated, angry uh, off-balanced women that are in need of something that should be in abundance of in the store that now we're looking like there's going to be a shortage and you're not going to be able to find it. What's worse than that is, okay, if you prefer to use a pad versus a tampon, you already know that if you're a pad person, you everybody's going to go start buying in bulk and those are going to wipe off the shelves as well. So there's going to be a shortage all the way around. So Joe Biden is doing so good with his, uh, what is it, build back better? <laughs> what has been built? What has come back other than maybe reversing time and taking us back to inflation of the late 70s, early 80s? Or maybe taking us back to a time where we couldn't get food on the shelves in stores, maybe into depression times. Or let's take us even further back into the 1800s where during women's time of month, they can't get the products that they need to keep themselves sanitary so they don't have to feel uh, unclean all day long. Okay, and what's better? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, we, you didn't build anything. You definitely bring it back some, some troubling times. And what is better? Name one thing that's been, Oh, I got it. I got it. Liberals, they love this. I got it. You don't get any mean tweets from Donald Trump, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, you traded mean tweets 
for a tax of $5,000 plus a year on you. As of right now, it could get worse. Uh, double, doubled gas prices. Cost of energy, heat, everything is up. Rolling blackouts. The rest of the world is unsettled. Uh, you're having you know, war in certain places, threats of war in other places. You have bad actors everywhere. Okay, the dollar is a joke. We keep printing it, so we keep devaluing our dollar. But you know, you'll be happy to know that the one dollar that has continued to rise is the ruble. The ruble is the, the probably the best currency right now. So if you have some Russian rubles, you're good. Uh, <clears throat> you have food shortages around the country. You have product shortages around the country. So I challenge you, minus you saying, well, he's not Donald Trump, because that's the only thing that a liberal ever can say to you. I challenge you to tell me what exactly is better in the United States right now, as opposed to maybe having somebody that you don't like what they say, but their policies sure did take good care of you and the world. (laughs) I'm just curious. Well, I made it through a full episode today, so we should be good. We'll be rolling along forward from here. Hopefully, I don't get another sickness or cold or whatever it is that I just got there, and I'll stay healthy for a little bit longer. Uh, if you like what you're uh, listening to, please rate and review me. If you'd like to follow me, I am on Truth at the Real Little Joe. Uh, if you'd like to check out any videos I do, I didn't post any videos this week because of uh, the health issues that I've been having. It's just one of those weeks where... It was just too much, feeling sick and trying to do everything else that I got to do on a day-to-day basis just to add that into it. So uh, next week I'll be back on track with that. But if you want to check out any videos that I have done or will be doing in the future, YouTube at uh, Little Joe CC, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, and you can also catch them on Facebook. I'll throw them on there as well at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Otherwise, it is hump day, Wednesday. We're halfway through. We will do it again tomorrow.